Hey, mom, how are you? I am good, son. How are you doing this week? Doing very well. You want to go ahead and tell everybody who we are? Hello, we are Politics with Mom, and you can be finding us on politicswithmom at gmail.com, politicswithmom.com, on Twitter at Politics with Mom, and on uh, YouTube with Politics with Mom. And we would love it if you would subscribe and leave us a comment and give us a like. Excellent, excellent. All right. So where would you like to start this week? Well, I think it's um, certainly no surprise to everyone that President Trump is not going to concede. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally find that he is acting very much like a child, very sore loser. Um, I found it interesting that he didn't even come out for a week. You know, and continues to fight these battles with uh, all these lawsuits, which he's not winning. He's not winning. There's nothing to substantiate what he is claiming. It just it it to me, I would think that folks would see that, whoa, this is scary. This is scary. This guy what he how he's trying to behave and how he's undermining our democracy and he this is a supposed love of the united states a love love of his country what this is come on Yeah. yeah oh my gosh it's it's frightening it's very frightening and um i was reading an article uh, that I thought was very interesting and totally I agree with, uh, which is one of the things that needs to be addressed in our Constitution is another amendment as to how presidents um, should behave. Yeah. You know, and it's sad that we have to put that in there. Yeah. I it was, it was watching a uh, show earlier and one of the guests of the show was saying, you know, our system was built for honorable people. Uh-huh. And Trump is not that person. He doesn't have that. He's he is the guy who's like, if it's not written down as a rule, then it is fair game. He's he is dishonorable, right? So so norms don't matter to him at all. Just because somebody just because it's been tradition to not do this for two hundred years doesn't mean he can't do it. And so and he's like, that's where laws come in because laws are the edge of morality, right? Where you basically say, well, people are going to we have to make this thing illegal because somebody's going to do it otherwise, and we have to raise a society. This is the line. Um, and so much of the of the presidency and, and our nation's laws and our democracy is just built on, you know, this is the right thing to do. And we've all just been doing that until this guy, until this administration. And now it's like, you're right. It's it is sad. And at the same time, it's I think it's good because it was, you know, it was a, he was a one term president at this point or will be. Um, and, you know, he's it gives us the opportunity to be like, Ooh, that was close. OK, put this stuff in law. So we cannot have this happen again as a society that we will not allow this to happen. Exactly. So I think it's good in in that way, right? That it gives us a chance to evolve a little bit. It is. And, and unless we experience these things, we can't see that people will um, uh, make things according to what they want versus what would be the betterment of the country. Right. Um, I mean, it's happened before, you know, um, 
they've amended things. And uh, in, in 1951, you know, the term limits went into effect because Franklin Roosevelt was trying to seek a third and a fourth term. So, yeah. of course, that's when the 22nd Amendment went in. And then the 25th Amendment in 1967 clarified rules for the presidential succession and incapacitation. You know, when, when Dwight Eisenhower had health issues and the assassination of John Kennedy. So they had to put those things into play. And so it does not surprise me that we would have to uh, do some sort of an amendment. And um, it wouldn't surprise me, too, that it would go through. Because, of course, one of the things that they were talking about in doing this amendment was, number one, presidents have to show their tax returns. Yes. And they should. Yes. I think they should. There should um, be some sort of financial disclosure to just vet. I mean, you just do vetting. It's basic vetting. You know, you, you don't get a job in government without going through some sort of vetting process. And you would think right. the presidency should be that. That makes total sense to me. Yeah. And the fact also that he's not able to pardon himself and all his family members when he leaves office. Right. I can't believe somebody would do something like that. It's it it what it does is if he has to pardon himself and all his family members uh, tells me that, whoa, something really crook has been going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of sad. That's really, really sad. So, you know, it's a shame that his behavior has created this. I don't think it will have any kind of issue in passing because I was reading where, you know, three quarters of the Republicans um, have cringed at his behaviors anyway, but they went along with it because, hey, this is a Republican. This is what they thought they had to do. And of course, you know, they're, it, it wouldn't surprise me at all that this would go through very quickly. Yep. So, and the good uh, news is, I don't think he can actually truly self pardon himself. I hope not. I don't believe I, he can. Okay. Um, well, no I one's tried not. it. And that's where it's like, this is going to be gray area for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's got the right. He says he's got the right. Of course, he's been saying since 2017, hey, is it okay if I pardon my? But, but this is clearly a guy who's like, hey, can I pardon myself in 2017 for the rest of the stuff I'm about to do over the next few years? Like, come on, this is, you know, who does this? Um, well, but yeah. but I, I believe that, you know, he will not be unscathed. Because there's a lot of articles that are like, everyone's just kind of waiting for when he gets out. Oh, and yeah. Like, okay, you no longer have that veil of protection. Let's go through state governments, local governments, federal governments. And if one side can't do it, the other side will. Because there's definitely dirt, right? I mean, there's so much stuff. So there is, which is, is really sad that, you know, we and, trust and, and our And the sad part officials. is, even if it's not legal, it's to your point, even if it's not, <clears throughs> or sorry, it wasn't uh, illegal. It was just poor taste. Like, if nothing else, all this poor taste politics comes into play where it's like, this is the guy who's going to, quote unquote, drain the swamp. And all he did was just make it worse. Oh, so, my gosh. You know. He really, really did. You know, especially, and- well, I mean, look, look at what he's doing right now. Like, they're sending out emails to everybody, their supporters, you know, the Trump again saying, hey, you got to mm-hmm. give us money so we can go pay the lawyers to go fight for you. And when you look at the fine print of those emails, 60% of your donation goes to pay off his debts the campaign yeah. debts right and some of the campaign's debts is because his campaign has paid his property stuff like that's all like that was in Forbes so it's like all of this stuff is out there it's just that nobody on their side will ever look at that because to them he can do no evil 
right? Right. And, and right. you can do no wrong. And so it's like, okay. <laughs> so, but, and then it says only donations over $8,000 will actually be guaranteed to go to the lawyers. The rest of it goes to like the RNC. And, and so it's just, just a money grab at the end for them. Like, and I, I at the one hand, I'm like, hey, don't hate the player, hate the game. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, there's a lot of people who just don't like, man, they just, I just, they do not realize it. They do not take the time to think through that headline that they're seeing, you know? And then, and then you've got uh, this weird, I don't even know what to call it. It's like, um, you know, and Steve Jobs, which just used to be the CEO of Apple um, was a guy who I forget what they call it. It was like, Oh, a reality distortion field. So he would walk in the room and he could get the room so excited about something that did not exist and enough to make it a real thing, like with the iPhones and, and uh, you know, iPods and all that stuff. Like that was just, uh-huh. they, they used to say that he's got this reality distortion field around him. And for the most part, he uses it for good, right? To help better society and bring in technology, technological change and evolve society. Trump has that power, but he does it. He just uses it for himself, purely right. for his own gain. Um, you know, and there's already talk, which we talked, you know, I don't know, six months about this ago where he was talking, he's going to be looking at going after Fox and creating his own media empire. So he's going to be this super right wing. He's going to be the next Alex Jones, just with a bigger platform is what's going to happen. Kind of scary. So, I I mean, it is. And at the same time, part of me thinks like this, I mean, maybe, but then also I think his base gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until they just are, you know, again, hyper, you know, uh, passionate about his stuff, but there's just less of them because mm-hmm. everybody else, which was the independents and the moderates, like those are the people that put him in office. Those are the same people that took him out, which is great. Cause that's, that's my crowd. Like that's I people that, that think for themselves, they are independent and they do not vote party. They are, they just think about the situation and they go, mm, you know what probabilities are no. And they move away from them. And that's what happened. Mm-hmm. So I think he will get, crazier and crazier and crazier as he goes deeper and deeper and deeper into his own sort of cult worship. And that will cause other people to sort of fall off, but he will have this very strong core. It just won't be as large as would be, would be my guess. Right. Cause that's what a lot of the right wing media does. And I think to be fair, left wing too, like left wing has our own, you know, core solid of, of everything's, you know, like the cancel culture thing, like that stuff goes too far. You know, so then the left wing still gonna have to watch that. Like Democrats gonna have to watch that. But I was thinking, you know, in terms of like moving forward and how do we, how do we help that happen as a society? Cause it's not good. The two, two, being tribal is not good. Um, But to say like so much of this is going to ride on Biden and probably Mitch McConnell. And I say probably because Georgia is the big races right now that everyone cares about because Georgia defines if the Senate keeps control or not yeah like if they yeah. both lose senate's split if they one wins senate gets is control of republicans like that's what's going to happen so it's in the republicans fit odds basically are that the senate the senate's going to be called by or controlled by republicans and that mitch mcconnell will basically be that guy again who can be what he was with obama which is block everything because he's the one and this is where I think it's a problem with the system. There should be some sort of committee option here, but he's the one that stops everything from happening. Cause he can say, Nope, we're not going to bring it to a vote. And he makes that decision. It's so much power for one person. It um, really is. And so he can stop good things from happening. What I'm, what I'm hoping is that Biden's relationship, Biden's people skills, right? His personal skills to deal with people are so good 
that he doesn't do that because Mitch McConnell was on record when they were doing a little uh, Senate kickoff for Biden when he was leaving the Senate in 2008, where he said some really nice things about him, about how he was a friend, about how he reached across the aisles to, to people that, you know, typically they, they wouldn't reach across to people, you know, and, and he was, a, he considered him a friend. I'm like, man, this is good. You know, that's going to be interesting to see if that's still there, you know, 12 years. Yeah, later, it will. That's still there. And I hope, I hope that it is. I hope that for the country's sake it is. Cause I think, I think, and I think also like, if there is that way of, of moving forward, it helps Republicans too, because you already see Senate has no, uh, you know, nobody's got faith in the Senate. Nobody's got faith in Congress that they do their jobs or whatever else. Right. It's always really low when you get those surveys of like who do you trust and, you know, uh, satisfaction scores, right. Super low, always low. And so it's like, I think if, if they can do that and be moderate and not hang on to their super left or super right wings, then there could be some massive progress that won't be what everybody wants. It won't go as far as what everybody wants, but it'll go far enough for most people to make progress, which is great to move things forward and to build us better. Like, I, I think that's going to be cool. Um, so I hope, I hope that's where it goes. We won't know for the first hundred days, but that's, that's the big question. First, we have to get through this, you know, nonsensical, I won the election and everyone else is wrong thing. Yeah, I mean, even even recently at the at the uh, Rose Garden event, he still is is saying, yeah, yeah, Yeah. and and, you know, and and again, he's still saying, and I'm like, really? Well, so you have all of these lawsuits that are being thrown out, essentially thrown out, right? Yeah, they're they're basically not being listened to, and even if they won all of them, it wouldn't matter anyway because there's not enough votes to swing it. No, I mean, all he's doing is showing how Biden's getting more and more and more. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't make sense to me. Why not just accept, you know, the the outcome and move on? Yep. And let's let's make it a friendly, you know, move. And, and, and you know, oh, my gosh, I just don't understand it. It's sad because it is going to make it much more difficult for Biden. However, I do feel very strongly that he will be able to handle it and that he will pick the right people to put into place to help him handle this. Yeah, I agree. And he's already, he's already put in. That's one thing everyone's been saying is like he's putting in like real experienced individuals with lots of experience with this. Yes, he is. Um, he is. Which is really good. Um, and it doesn't seem like because there's been some talk about how Senate's going to hold up his cabinet picks and everything else. And it was like, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Uh-uh. Um which is good, right? So it's like people are starting to go, even Lindsey Graham. I mean, Lindsey Graham was a total sycophant for this guy, but he's, he's said like he should be allowed access to some classified details so they can prepare yes. stuff because there was a big, there was a big, um, and, and again, I don't know how much to read into this, but when the 9-11 commission did their thing about what was going on with 9-11 and, and the causes of it, one of the causes, I won't say the cause, but one of the things that they certainly said did not help was the whole gore uh you know, uh, Gore v. Bush, Bush v. Gore, whatever, uh, right. with the election, right? right. Again, that's completely right. Right. different from this because that was one state with 500 votes. That was razor thin, and it makes sense. It took 37 days to get through it. So all these Trumplicans out there are like, well, but, you know, Gore did it, but it's a completely different situation. This is like basically is. every state by tens of thousands of votes have said no Biden. So there is, there is, there is absolutely 
absolutely not not the same thing at all. It's not even the same universe. Yeah. Um, but they they point to this, and the the problem is is what they don't talk about is the 9-11 commission said that was a contributing factor because it took so long to get the transition started that mm-hmm. people weren't aware of things fast enough to be able to put plans into place. And that could totally happen now right? where we have, because again, for, I just don't get it. There is, there is, this is as clear to anybody who is truthful at all to just looking at the world, right. And, and that the sky is blue and that the sun, that there's a sun and a moon, right. Anybody believes to that level of reality, like that, that these things are just inarguable and exist. When you look at this, Trump is not going to be president in January. There is zero chance of that at this point. Maybe yes. a point zero 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 one percent. It's basically nothing. And so that's not going to happen. And yet all these lawsuits keep coming on, dragging it down for an inevitable end, which is, Again, inevitable. But at this point, even Republicans are starting to fade away finally and say, okay, enough's enough. Give this guy a thing because they realize there's a problem. And, you know, like the GSC, um, the, the, the governmental agency that's supposed to be helping with transitions and giving people access to stuff, they're not doing it because, of course, the Trump appointee and Trump saying no. So they're not going to give Biden's team access to stuff. I mean, it just, it just makes no sense. There is, there is nothing. There is no positive end to this at all. There's no positive end to this at all, like or no positive reason, I should say. Positive end is, of course, Trump gets in, or Trump Trump uh, gets out. I mean, and, and Biden gets in, right, and takes over. But he, they're delaying everything. I don't understand that. Like, you're you're not going to be in office next year, despite what Kelly McEnany says, despite what Pompeo says. I don't know if you heard the smart ass comments they're leaving. But when somebody says like, "Oh, I what did. about the transition?" They're all like, you know, Navarro is another guy who's like, "Everyone's operating the assumption there'll be a second Trump presidency." I'm like, "Well, you're like four people. Like, no, not everyone's doing that. Like, the rest of the world is, and literally, the rest of the world is not doing that, right?" China is congratulating Biden. Like, it took him a while, but they came around. The last mm-hmm. main leader, I think, is Putin. Now is the only one right. that hasn't, you know, officially said, "Okay, it is what it is." Right. But I'm just like, it, it just, it, I just don't get the payoff. It's just, it seems like just pure emotional tantrum. That's well, all it this is. is. And, but he's surrounded by people that are helping him. Like when Pompeo said, well, they're enabling. All, you know, right. I just don't get they're it. Totally enabling. I don't get it. And I don't know what's in it for them uh, other than they get to be part of this new Trump media thing. That's the only thing I think of is like, they're, you know, they just become Trump loyalists and then he'll take care of them on the flip side. But again, guys like that take care of you until they decide they don't need you. Then you're gone. Right. Well, and, you know, it's interesting because I also was reading how he wants to, you know, run in 2024. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, hopefully, you know, Congress will put the new amendment into place. And guess what? I think that would squash him because he's not going to give out his tax returns. Yeah. Right away. He's not. He's not. So he's not going to follow the rules. So he's not going to be eligible. He can't qualify for it. If they do that, when you get right down to it, you're not going to qualify. And I do think that in the next four years, we're going to see so much come out about what Trump has done that has been derogatory toward this country. Yep. Not helpful, like everybody thinks, that um, they're going to find out, you know, that, you know what, we really don't want this guy again. We really don't. So... It's definitely going to be interesting, but, you know, it's a shame because it is hurting our country. You know, the fact that he's not even addressing coronavirus. Well, he did. Uh, I mean, he, he came out with this whole vaccine thing 
you know, yesterday saying, hey, the vaccine. Now he's not like taking any real leadership role other than saying we got a vaccine. So, well, um, but we all knew that. Right. We knew that there was a vaccine coming. I mean, but they're saying it, the, the vaccine's not even going to be really available until like April. Right. So we still have the winter to go through. Right. No, it's going to be rough for sure. And, and, you know, look at all the governors that are starting to close things down again. Yep. And Trump is saying, hey, we're not going to close it down. We're not closing it down. We're not closing it down. Yeah. You know, I, was talking, I saw, no I saw earlier uh, the West Coast, basically. So California, Oregon and uh, Washington have travel restrictions now or not travel, but quarantining rules. Right. So which is just right. moments away from travel restrictions. And I was talking to somebody earlier that said in the Northeast, it was um, and this was like in the last 24 hours, um, not even that last 18 hours, the uh, Pens- or Delaware, Maryland and Jersey went on some list where they're now, you know, this, the, the, what they call this red list, which is like, you cannot travel to and from, and it's all quarantine related. And, you know, so there's right. a lot of like state by state lockdowns. Utah went, went mandatory mask. Right. Yep. So they, they yep. had to do that. And that's yep. the governor of Utah who's staunch Republican. Like Utah's all about Republican. They want mandatory masks. Like, cause they know like real, real Republicans, which again, I, I'm not anti-Republican. I never have been. No. I'm definitely anti-Trump looking. Cause this is just, it's just craziness. Just like I'm anti whatever the, you know, extreme progressive wing is of the Democrat party. Cause extremes are dangerous. Um, they're important to have ideas from, but they are dangerous if they're in positions of leadership. And so, but, but the real Republicans who understand science and the reality of the world and, and just want to bend things to a little slightly more conservative direction versus Democrats who want to bend it to a slightly more open direction or progressive direction, right? Though, all those people in the middle get it and are making good decisions. Um, it's just top-down leadership is not. But I, you know what? I'm, I am going to do one thing for, for Trump, which I don't rarely, I rarely do, but to defend him a little bit on this um, – because I don't know if you've heard the stories about how Trump is like saying New York won't get the vaccine. Have you seen that at all? Because it's all there's no, I have definitely, not. definitely stories like, you know, where he's like, oh, you know, that was a big news article that came out, uh, articles that have come out that are basically insinuating Trump because they're, you know, Cuomo's on interviews now and probably will happen tomorrow too right. on Sunday talk shows where uh, tr- Trump basically during this Rose Garden speech said, Here's a vaccine. Everyone's going to be getting it in April. Essentially, it's the role it's going to be, which again is kind of what everyone thought was going to happen months ago. So all of this is according to schedule. That's good. Um, but they have um, this, this, the April vaccine. And he mentioned as he was talking, he was like, well, maybe except for New York, because, you know, Governor Cuomo's said that he wouldn't take a vaccine from the Trump administration. And he was just kind of doing this like offhanded smart ass comment. But the uh-huh. way that the media reported it, and this is, I do think is bending the truth. Like, I do think this is wrong, um, is where they were. And this was CNN, right? Which leans left. But again, this is where I would call it CNN is they're basically turning it into Trump said New York can't have the vaccine. I was like, that's not at all what he said. He was just being a dick, right? As he right. is. And he's talking Very about vicious. what this other guy said. Right. And saying, oh, well, the governor, of course, he doesn't want to. So I guess New York's not going to get it. But he's not saying he's not going to give it to New York. Let's not make this more than it is. Right. Like, that part right. is ridiculous. I'll defend Trump a little bit on that. At the same time, like, dude, just, you know, for a multitude of other reasons, you got to move on, um, you know, give up, give it up and get into your little media empire. But I think a lot of it is he's ramping up his base so frothy. So when he goes in his media empire, they all come over. Like, I really think he's building his audience right now. That's what I think this is. From a marketing standpoint, he's building his audience. So when he goes to this Trump media thing, whatever he's going to do, they all come. 
and they'll be riled up for him because because of what he did this it goes he went down fighting right and of course i'll never admit defeat but that's the idea so it's going to be pretty interesting yep yep it will so what about pelosi with her little dinner party thing that she was going to do yeah i don't get that i don't either you know i think i think she is i think she's a poor leader for the democrats i really do i do too um I really felt, you know, the woman already had this big thing going on with her going to the salon and trying to say that, you know, she was framed. And yet then she starts to try to have this party. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't think you were framed, honey, even though you think you were, you were not framed. Um, Bottom line is you're just not thinking. Well, it's a thing. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a a frame when you go and do the thing that you know you probably shouldn't be doing. That's not a frame, right? Frame is like when you get tricked into doing something you're really not doing. She didn't accidentally sit down and get a haircut, right? So, yeah, and and I agree that she's she's not she's not, um, you know, she's a detriment. I think to the to the Democratic Party. Um, She is. Absolutely, I, you know, she is. She did do good things over the last couple of years, I think, to kind of move some things mm-hmm. forward. But then right this past <coughs> year, got it's just I don't I think she's gonna be more old school and then she needs to she'll have to radically adjust if if she is gonna mm-hmm. hold on to long term power. Um, but I don't I don't think she's a great leader. I think I think she's got the um you know, I, I was watching a uh, thing with her probably a month ago to some maybe six weeks ago where they were talking about the stimulus bill and and wolf blitzer was interviewing her and saying like okay so i why not just you know go with the republican plan a little bit and not that i think she should have necessarily done that because they know this is it there's one more hit they're going to get for the stimulus package that's it and that's what she's holding out for but instead of doing of having an actual conversation which i don't mind you know if she would just talk about it, but instead she was like, well, clearly you're an apologist, apologist for the Republican side. And you're, and you, and he's like, no, I'm just asking you this. You well, you know, you're just defending the Republicans. And that was all it was. And I was like, okay, at this point, you're not talking anymore, right? There is no talking. It's all talking points. And this is stupid. And no one's having an actual conversation and she needs to explain it to, you know, the farmers in Nebraska. And she needs to explain it to the steel workers in Pennsylvania. And she needs to explain it to those people who just don't care about any of this stuff right um as to what's going on and and she had an opportunity to and just missed it and that's what the democrats problem is overall is they do not talk to because again the same thing has been happening for decade or more at this point where it's cities are blue everything else in the state is red right and democrats Mm -hmm. just keep talking to the cities Mm -hmm. and they need to start talking to the rural parts to the people who you know the republicans clearly are and it used to be the opposite like i remember growing up Democrats, like you would never think like a steel worker to vote Republican. Like it's not a thing yet. That's sort of what it became. Like Republicans are the party of the, of the common worker now, for some reason, it's a weird switch. Um, but Democrats aren't talking to them. They're at least not in their terms. And that's because of her, because she was the one in charge. Now the difference is can Biden, because now he's in charge, can Biden br- bridge that gap a little bit and rein her in? Cause she definitely does not, she does not get how she is so naturally elite. And that's the problem with the, with the Democrats, right? That's like their poison pills. Everybody calls them elitist, but then she does these things where you're like, well, I kind of get that. Like, you know, you just forget that, you know, you shouldn't be doing these things and you should be doing it. You know, don't do, nobody else can have dinner parties. Why can you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I agree with you on that. Yeah. That was a, 
I was when I read that I was like, really? I mean, doesn't make sense to me. So, and it's interesting because you know once we you know they're all talking, especially going back to the coronavirus, you know, um, they've been talking about trying to have Thanksgivings be smaller, mm-hmm. keep them very intimate. Um, mainly for your own protection. I mean, come on. Um, you and, and others. Absolutely. And, no. and you know, the thing is, <clears throat> I think with the travel restrictions, that's going to help curb that. Yep. Um, you know, and, uh, and of course, you're going to have those folks that are like, nope, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You know, and it's kind of sad. I just... You know, it, it. You know, there is sad. I think there's going to be predictable news stories where you're going to because you heard it. You saw these during the summer where it was like, oh, sudden such had a family reunion and COVID ripped through the family and took out seven mm-hmm. members. You yeah, know? and it's yeah. like that's going to happen. You're going to see those news stories. Yep, we you know, are. You're, you're going to see those news stories. So such and such had a family. You know, family showing up for Thanksgiving and it wiped out. You know, three of the members or something mm-hmm. because they're you know because people. Because <laughs> people where you're just like, just, you know, wear a mask, give what's, what's the point? It's, I mean, I get it. I'm also probably, you know, to be fair, like I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I can take it or leave it when it comes to family holidays. So, but I'm like, I just don't get it. Like you can give up one of your holidays where everybody fights and drinks beer and, and watches football. Like really? you, you can do it over zoom and have a little fun. Well, hello, like, oh, there's not the even time, any football you know? going on. Well, I guess that's true. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess they're, they're supposed to be, man, I guess, is there going to be football? Not going to, before you start making that, claims, let's find this out. This is true. Yeah. We're going to do because, real time, real time fact checking as we fact check mom and her yeah, football fact is, because mom just said that football has been canceled. Well, I didn't say nope, it was canceled, but I I'm said, reporting you, it as what you said. You not said there any. is no football. <laughs> is there football so, during Thanksgiving? Let's find out. I mean, there's been a lot of football Guys who have gotten coronavirus that and they shut things down. That is a fact, but I don't know if they shut it down. Um, let's see. NFL on Thanksgiving Day. Let's see. Looks like. Um, I'd be interested to know this. This is. Uh, with all the things schedule. that are closed yeah, down. They're, they're doing football. Are they? Yep. Crazy. Yep. <laughs> well. They didn't run it as well as uh, the NBA did because NBA, they freaking kicked butt when it came to how they just played their sport with coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, baseball and football, not so much. But yeah, there'll be football on Thanksgiving. Hmm. So fact check, done. Good job. <laughs> I just want to make sure we're not, we're not spreading, <laughs> spreading conspiracy theories. Could you imagine? Oh my gosh. You know, though, though I, you know, what you mentioned last week where you were talking about, Hey, I wonder if they'll take Trump out um, of office using article 25. Cause if he goes yeah. so crazy, like they have to, um, I see that like a, back a week ago, I saw a case where I was like, mm, there could be a path to that where he just gets, cause then right away, like he started replacing out Pentagon officials like days later, I was like, Oh yeah. man, like he's <laughs> actually happening. I don't, think it will now because of so many republicans that are starting to go like okay like yeah i, I guess right i here. get it when you've been this when you've been supporting this guy for four years and enabling him and propping him up for four years that maybe you're an old habit and you sort of repeat it and you figure he's going to come to his senses of course not that that's ever happened in four years 
but maybe you think, okay, this time he will. And then he doesn't. And then eventually, you know, even Carl Rove, Carl Rove came out against Trump and said, this is, this is cooked. Biden is the president elected. You got to start moving on. Well, dude, when you got Carl Rove, like, (laughs) I mean, come on. How much is enough? Yeah, really. And, and, you know, I was reading an article that was saying um, that a lot of the Republicans are starting to go, whoa, the way this guy is behaving and we are associated with him, this is going to hurt our jobs, future jobs. Well, so so here's the, the, the whole, <coughs> I guess, conspiracy reason as to like the thinking behind it. It's not even conspiracy. It was the thinking behind it. People were like, why is Mitch McConnell? Why is Ted Cruz? Why is Lindsey Graham all saying you should count every blah, blah, blah. And it just because it's going to go nowhere. It's just going to be a total waste of money. Um, of the campaign's money, which, of course, they're fundraising from their own people to pay off all that debt. So, yeah, uh, as a transfer of wealth uh, from the poor to the rich, for sure. But why were they all doing it? And the theory was, oh, well, they need to because they're trying to make sure their base is there for them in Georgia. But I can't huh? imagine this type of behavior, <clears throat> like the definition of base gets tighter and tighter and tighter with every day that this keeps going on. Meaning like, you know, the base of Trump supporters and I'd be super curious on, on what the, the polls say on this, but like a week ago, there was a poll that was put out that set 70% of Republicans think it was stolen. The election was stolen 70%. Mm -hmm. This was on Saturday, basically when it was announced that Biden was officially the winner, 70%. I don't know. I would hope, obviously, that it's lower, but I don't know that it really would be 70% now. I think a week into it, people go, uh, you know what? I've looked at this enough. All the judges are kicking stuff out. This probably isn't real. Okay, this guy's just a sore loser. And I think he's shedding the base at this point. Like people yeah. that were with him at a certain point just go like, uh, you know what? You are a loser in this. And you just now, now I see everything, right? Mm-hmm. Now they see it and they go, Okay, like, okay, oh, and I see who you are. I see this now. Like, this is not all about you. It's not about me, you know. And now they start not supporting him anymore. So I think in a very real way, Republicans are starting to see potentially this happening where the base is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So even if the base is riled up for Georgia, there's just less of them now. Like, it's like, you know, 60% of who used to be there, you know, that are really riled up for Republicans because Republicans are going to be the party of the crazy, is what's mm-hmm. happening. And if and that's why they're starting to their the own Republican Party pulling away from him now, right? Like you even had uh uh Texas Senator, so John Cornyn came from him uh and yeah. pulled back and said, Hey, you know what? Now they're they're all walking this line, but he is at least saying you gotta give Biden access to classified information, which is the government uh services agency, right? The GSA. Right. It's right. Gotta, gotta give him <clears throat> access. Like you gotta start transitioning. Um, of course, Romney did that. And Lindsey Graham, again, even Lindsey Graham said that. Where, you know, Chuck Grassley, um, you know, like I said, Carl Rove, like, uh, it was amazing. And I didn't realize the the dog whistle that was here. This is dog whistle probably in the, in the, basically means like when it's a it's a sound only dogs can hear. Right. Is it the dog whistle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole concept of a dog whistle is like when you say something that's meant for some particular people to hear, but not everybody. That's what the dog whistle is. That's what they mean by that. So, and Republicans dog, they, they mostly use it in the term of your dog whistling to white ring extremist groups and militia groups. Like, you know, that's what a dog whistle is. But I think Bush put a dog whistle when he said, 
And again, I don't think a dog was necessarily negative if, if it, how it's geared, but he basically said the way that he can treat, and I did not realize the way that this was phrased when, when W, right? So George W. Bush came out and said the, you know, congratulations to Biden. The election was fundamentally fair. And he put in, and he quoted, he said, the, its outcome is clear. That is the mandate that the GSA has to use. The, the GSA has to determine, quote, the outcome is clear. And if the outcome is clear, they have to start transitioning. Absolutely. And that's what Bush was saying to them by saying, listen, I'm putting out there the outcome is clear, which I thought was brilliant, actually, because I, I didn't know that's what that phrasing was. Why, you know, I was like, oh, the outcome is clear. It's kind of a weird way to say that. But they very specifically in the law, the outcome is clear. They have to do it. But, of course, Trump is saying, no, the outcome is not clear. And it's, he's got his puppets in there. So they're holding back. But again, I, I think a lot of Republicans are starting to shade. I think by the end of this week, I'm hoping seven more days, this is done within the next week. Oh, I hope so. I, I hope so. At this point, I just, he's, <laughs> he's destroying his brand. His kids are going to go bonkers because they're not going to have the same reception in the world that they would have had if he had not done. Absolutely not. Um, and it's making it a lot harder. And the Trump name is just going to be crap, except for the tiny tiny but very passionate base um you know and, and everybody else would just think this is the biggest you know just talk about legacy i've never seen somebody just destroy their legacy so much mm-hmm. oh but, totally yeah. totally what do you i find do? it interesting too because you know like we were talking about the pentagon and how he's you know firing people left and people. right yep. and of course the um um head guy oh i just saw his name and es- in... esther Esper- no 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 the security guy, Mattis. the head security guy. Oh, oh this the, is for the this is for the one that came out and said it was a secure election. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, and yeah. that he he fully expected to be fired, yep. and of course Trump of course ordered him to be fired, and that um, did he? No, yes, according to what I was just reading, um, I know that he he had. Fully expected to be fired. I remembered reading that a right. few days ago. Right. There were people and, who basically said he's going to get fired for this. And he was basically, there were people within his little circle saying he's trying to get fired. No. And then there was another guy that's above him, evidently. I'm trying to, um, okay, here it is. Um, it's it's the CIA director. Yeah. It's her, uh, uh, that's it's, on the. No, not her. It's this other guy. I'm getting his name. Christopher Krebs. That he expected to be fired. Right, because he's tweeting that this was the most secure election in history. Absolutely. <laughs> nothing's going on here. So so essentially, you've got the Trump administration saying it's fraud everywhere and the election was stolen. And you've got the Trump administration saying this is the most secure election in history. Nothing happened. Right. And this other guy, um, Chad Wolf, right. is defying Trump. Right. And right. he's saying, right. Right, 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 no, right. I'm not going to fire him. Right. That's exactly right. So he's not being fired. Right. Which is, right. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Chad Wolf, but uh, okay. I mean, and this is the thing is like when the way that, that, cause I've worked with people with Trump's mentality before. Like I just, I know that personality type and they are loyal until they are not. They will cut you and it doesn't matter. Like right. they, they demand you to bleed for them until they don't need you anymore. Then you're gone. Right. And they're, and it's just how they operate. 
Right. Um, it, it's a certain ruthlessness that just doesn't occur to other people that will go there, right? People can't allow themselves morally to go there. And these people just can. They're built differently. And so to have, when you have this, it, and because you, you know, if you're not loyal to this person, you're, go, you're going to face that wrath, right? It will be negative for you in, in that way. So to see people now pushing against Trump, knowing that's what they're going to deal with is them, I think, making this judgment call and going, you know, at this point, what can this guy do? Like, he's going to fire me. And then I get to be the guy who went out with my, like, on the higher ground. Well, absolutely. And and they're not wrong. So Chad Wolf becomes a guy who finally stood up at Trump at the end. Now, don't get me wrong. He did all the placating up until that. Right. So he's got some, you know, karmic debt to repay there, I guess. But if, if at the end, he's basically even him, he's going, you know what? Yeah. What, what could he do? Fire me? Good. That's going to make me look awesome. I will, I will leave Absolutely. better being fired. And that honestly is the way to leave the Trump presidency is to be like, Trump hated me and fired me. And you're like, oh, that's yeah. good. Because <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's actually the reputation I think people want right now is in that, in that they don't want to go down with the ship. They mm-hmm. want to be, and they want to be pushed out because then it looks like they were on the right side of the, of, of this, mm-hmm. even though they created this mess. Right. Yeah. But I, yeah. but again, I think politically, that's probably a wise move. Like it's not a lot, it's not going to help you very much, but it does get you some progress and it's better than what Kelly McEnany doing and what Pompeo's doing, what oh doing saying there will be a peaceful transition to the second Trump presidency. I'm like, there won't be, cause you clearly just are not at all at all looking at this in reality that's because they're so scared or some or the payoff for them is bigger where they know they're not going to get they know this they're all just saying this to rile up the base to get them to go to the trump media whatever this new media business he's going to create is and then they'll have cushy jobs there as hosts and make millions of dollars like as mm-hmm. entirely possible they want to be the next <laughs> sean hannity i 100 percent see kelly mcenany doing that oh um, yeah i don't know about pompeo i don't think he's got the tv personality for it but she does for sure and she would absolutely be the next right super right wing extreme right wing uh person that can make millions of dollars like i get the payoff for her um you know but she's got to ride this rockiness through it more more power to her i guess and the best thing that could happen is that it not be supported what's not being supported and whatever in the future you know them becoming these personalities tv personalities or whatever but it will but it will of course it will because that's just you know that's not even a thing worth discussing because that's just of course it's going to be there's a certain part of our country that loves that stuff and they're starting to think fox is full of crap and that fox is becoming more moderate and they don't like Mm -hmm. that and they want something more extreme than fox yeah (laughs) absolutely now remember it's less of them that are doing that because as you go to the extremes you get less and less and less and less and less but they'll be extremely passionate and again, mm-hmm. these were the this was the Tea Party years ago, which now mm-hmm. looks just like a bunch of like total moderates, right? Um, but they became this, and so it's like that. Who knows where this goes? But I think that's where education comes in. That's where we start helping people use critical thinking skills. And as a society, we go, okay, we got to you know start getting back into schools and showing people how to do critical thinking, and we have to figure out social media. And you know, just because everything looks the same on social media doesn't mean it is the same. You know. Hopefully people just stop using social media as a rule. I think that's, that whole thing's a cesspool anyway. Um, but I think there's, there's some big societal changes that will hopefully curb the, that extremist rhetoric on both sides. Again, Democrats and Republicans both have that problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So um, what else? What else? Uh, I find it interesting that um, Ivanka Trump and her husband um, pulled their kids out of school because they weren't following the rules for the school and the school kept going after them for the coronavirus to protect the other kids and the, and the uh, teachers and what have you. And they chose that they were not going to follow it. Yep. So, you know, they finally, you know, because so many parents were upset about it, you know, and I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, you're supposed to be role models and you're not even following. I just didn't get it. I just didn't get it. You know, they're just like the, the dad. It's like, well, oh, my they're, gosh. They're just like, I mean, in that in that way, it's kind of like this this elitist thing, right, that they yeah. have. And it's like that Pelosi thing where it's like sometimes you are disconnected from the people. Absolutely. At a certain level, which is why term limits would be fantastic in Congress. Because that Absolutely. would be less likely to happen. Not impossible. But even if you could run, like, let's say two terms, what is that, 12 years? Like, that's a long time. That's a long time. You know, that's maybe, long enough. Maybe three if you wanted to go, like, 20, you know, 18 years. It's like about 18 years, you are, you are bent somehow, right? You, you were just removed every 18 years. I just think term limits would bring in people with, uh, 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 new thoughts. Yes, it would. You know, it would, it would, you know, I think it gets too old and stuck. Yep. When you don't have term limits. Yeah, it becomes routine and then everybody just kind of does what everybody's doing and everybody just dances the same dance that they've been dancing for a hundred years. Right. 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 Sometimes and it needs to a, have that new blood. Sometimes you need the Macarena thrown in there every once in a while. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So interesting stuff. I just, yep. ah, just, I don't know. Well, but yeah, Trump ahead. is definitely going to have to give it up. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think this will be the final week of the sort of last sputters of anything that they can do. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Friday was a not a great day for them. Um, they lost a ton of cases everywhere. They had the drop Absolutely. they had the drop suits in Arizona. His own legal team canceled on like canceled them. Like they they his lawyers put in notice that they weren't doing this anymore because their reputation's being harmed. The mm-hmm. law firm's reputation is being harmed because they're doing this. I mean, people around them are like, "What are you doing? Like, why would I? You know, you guys are clearly out there like just making stuff up." which is kind of what's happening. And they're, they're, none of this stuff is real. And, and the fact that the judges are throwing it out because there's no evidence just proves the point. So right. it's amazing. Like it's, it's kind of, I mean, in a way, and this is where the only thing I wish that, that Democrats would do, I don't understand why they haven't done this, is that they haven't taken that line and they won't say count every legal vote. I think immediately the Democrats should say, yes, count every legal vote. And then you're done. They can't say anything anymore because there's this huge mm. talking point that like, oh, the Democrats, they count all the votes. So clearly, right. And then, and then they get in this stupid argument. Well, yeah, of course we mean legal. Then just say legal and then take that point away from the Republicans. They won't be able to say it anymore. Again, not Republicans, Trumplicans, because they're the ones out there doing that. But just to say the Democrats should say, yes, count every legal vote. That's what we're saying too. Like we're, we're all agreeing, count every legal vote. And it's been done. <laughs> like, you know, it's done. Exactly. It's done. Won't, the Trumplicans, I should say, won't have that talking point anymore. They won't be able to shout that anymore. There won't be that differentiation because they're basically saying the same thing as Democrats are saying, which is like, yes, count every legal vote. That's what everybody wants. No one's saying don't count, you know, every legal vote. No one's saying that. 
So, and if they would just take that talking point away from them, but that's where mm-hmm. it's like bad leadership on the Democrat side because they get stuck because they said, no, we want, we want all votes counted. Well, if one side wants legal votes counted and you want all votes counted, what does that immediately make you look like? Makes you look like you don't, you want all votes, including legal and otherwise counted. Absolutely. Which is so stupid. They just, I mean, oh. I don't, and I, and I get saying it in the beginning, well, of course we want, but they should immediately have taken it and be like, well, yeah, of course we want legal votes counted. They should have just stolen it, taken it from the Republicans and they could have adopted it. And then it would have taken out all the energy that that even had. Again, that there was no problem with voting. There is no widespread voting. There's no evidence for it at all. None of this is going anywhere. All the judges are kicking it out because that was their claim that, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to get it to the judges. We're going to get to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court's going to override everything. And then we're going to be in in power. None of that's happening because it was an overwhelming victory. If it was close, if it was another Florida, it totally would have happened. Totally would have happened. We would have Trump for four more years, but the American people stood up, came out, voted and said, nope, we're done with this. Again, mostly moderates and, and independents are who moved it, which is great. And so, and they got active. There were a lot of people that got active that weren't. So this is overwhelming voice for Biden, which is the only reason that Trump is, even though he's trying, he's literally trying to do the same plan that everybody thought he was going to do, even though it's got practically no chance at this point and less and less and less and less and less with every hour, which is fantastic. So go, go court cases, go judges. I'm glad the judges are throwing stuff out because they want this thing called evidence. Um, it's, you know, I think that's awesome. And I, I look forward to this thing sputtering out. I think it'll, it'll be a sputtered, sputtered out, exhausted embarrassment for 98% of the people on the planet. And then that 2% will be super riled up and think they were taken over and they'll go watch Trump TV. Mm-hmm. So they can go hear about his stuff. But eventually, again, no one else will care about it. And what I really hope is that the media just stops talking about Trump once he's gone. They just make an agreement to be like, we're not covering Trump anymore. We're done. Right, you know, right. He, he can go off on. We need to turn this country around. Wing networks are right. Like we're just yeah. done talking about him. Like you know, let it go. Like we have to talk about it right now because he is there. But once he's not there anymore, we are done talking about it. And we were just talking about how people are coordinating and people are you know negotiating and people are working together to move the country forward. And yes, we're not getting everything we wanted. Here's what this side wanted. Here's what this side wanted. Here's how they end- they're ending up in the middle and things are going forward. That's what we need. I think Biden still can do that. Mm-hmm. I look forward to seeing the how there. What did you think about Biden's um, idea? I kind of like this. Um, he was talking about, you know, a possible shutdown for the country. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about a paid shutdown. Yes. They definitely and, mentioned that. Yeah. And I thought, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Not putting people in harm, you know, financially in a bad way and everybody doesn't do anything for a month right right and and that it because that's the biggest issue right because if you when you get right down to it if you lock down then it means no the economy gets hit but if the economy part is taken care of because everybody still gets paid like the economy was running then you wouldn't right i think it does it takes out a lot of the sting out of that argument for sure yeah so I don't know how it would happen, but, you know, I just thought, you know what, that makes more sense. And maybe yeah. if they'd have done something like that a long time ago, uh, we wouldn't have had the major issues that we have now. I don't know. I, who's, I, who's to say? I, I will say, you know, I think that the biggest mistake that will go back in time and this, you know, this is a certainty that people report on this 100 years from now and be like, God, can you imagine this is what they did? is the national leader saying masks are optional. 
Yeah, absolutely. That will absolutely be the point where they're like, this is why this happened. This is the one single reason is because he riled up people to not believe in masks. Right. That became political. And that was the turning point when everyone with this virus just was like, okay, I got you guys. Like, this is going to be a horrible winter because of that. If he had not done that, if he encouraged people to wear masks, if he had done it like a good dad should be an example for his kids. If he had done any of that, we wouldn't be here. Right. not be here it just wouldn't have spread as much you know and it would have been better and people would have been nicer to each other realizing we're all in this together because we are even if some people don't want to believe they are we are and that would have been that's where it went wrong and that will that'll be you know cited as, as such a calamity of errors this whole thing this whole trump presidency um, right. but that'll be his his biggest one of like wow this is his legacy he's the guy that made a pandemic worse in america Absolutely. But hey, worse than anywhere in the world. I would not want to own any Trump hotels right now or Uh -uh. Trump towers or anything with the word Trump on it. Because it's going to be such a crap brand at the end of this. It's going to mean something so negative to so many. And as more and more and more and more and more stuff comes out, you know, which is clearly out there, because why else would you have to ask, you know, three years ago if you can pardon yourself you know like oh my gosh nothing to pardon you why would you even come up with a question like that like okay yeah yeah Yeah, it does make there's something in the back of your head right right yeah what'd you do that you shouldn't have done right why is that even Mm -hmm. something you would think about (laughs) so here we are but hopefully for not much longer he at least he won't concede obviously he will just say he's stopping this process and he's going to take he's going to continue to fight for the american people in other ways um you know that i'm sure he'll announce later which will be trump tv or some equivalent thereof and then you know he'll continue to fight there you know and then that's going to be it but he's not going to concede and the big deal is he's got to open up the, the the government services agency to help them basically give permission so that biden can start transitioning because this is getting it's a poor choice like this is dangerous now that you can't transition from one president to another, you know, that's just, and then, mm-hmm. so, and the Republicans might have to step up and be like, all right, we're doing this. We're putting a, something has to happen if this guy won't do that in a week. So I think this is it. I think this is the final week. Then after this, if he doesn't do it, things get, things get worse and for the Republicans because they're going to have to, they're going to have to go against them. All of them are going to have to unite against them and kick it out because there's, this is it. This is the last week. There's no more crazy lawsuits that could be filed at this point there, you know, and I, I think it's done. So that's, that's my prediction for the next week. It's going to be a week more of some craziness. It'll sputter to a close. They will all fall down exhausted and then they will admit victory, but they just couldn't prove their victory and they're going to let it move forward and know that they were robbed and let everybody else know that they were robbed. Even those other guys now in charge, it was whole conspiracy and meet us over on Trump TV in January. That's my guess. Yep. It'll be interesting to see. Yep. All right. So with that, anything else you want to bring up? Nope. That's pretty much it. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and bring it to a close. Tell everybody who we are. Thank you for joining us today on Politics with Mom. We are uh, found on politicswithmom at gmail.com, politicswithmom.com, on Twitter at politicswithmom, and on YouTube. And please join us, um, subscribe, leave us a comment, leave us a, a like if you've liked a, what we've said, and um, have a good week.
All right. Well, that will officially bring this one to a close. Thanks again for joining Politics Mom. Still love you, Mom. I love you too, son. All right. Talk to you soon.